Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, back at it again in the KCSF studio with uh, calling in, calling in reserves today, calling in off of the bench, the one, the only, ladies and gentlemen, Elijah. Hi, guys. I am back just for just for today. You know, I had to. They had to call an audible and yeah. throw your boy in the mix. Jose is on assignment today. He is uh, like a Jonathan Coachman assignment. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. We can't say exactly what he's doing, but we can say you know everyone online is probably like, "Ooh, what's Jose doing?" I'm like, actually, reports are that you know, I don't know, he's like going to the movies or something. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not here today. So, oh, it's not his birthday. I said happy birthday to him for some reason today, and he was like, "It's not my birthday." I was like, "Oh, okay." Well then. I even said that to you. But anyways, guys, how are you doing today, guys? This is the Raw Review. We're here to talk a little Monday Night Raw from last night. But before we get into that, guys, this is the Raw Review. Like I said just a second ago, I don't know why I'm repeating myself. But we have many shows on that we do. We do this, um, the Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. We do the B Show, which is the NXT and NXT UK recap. And also the City Wrestling Radio News Show every Monday on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio also across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications including itunes google stitcher Castbox, and many many more guys the best way to stay up to date with city wrestling radio i think is to log on facebook twitter and instagram <clears throat> hit like share subscribe and uh you'll stay up to date with brand new shows that we post we post all over like i said on all those fine podcast delivery applications and we post stuff on youtube.com slash just search up our name. I mean, like it, it's we, we don't have we need 100 s- subscribers. Mm-hmm. So get on there and subscribe. We are on the road to 100. We are a quarter of the way there, which means 25. We Point at the there. sign. Point at the sign. The wherever 100 it is. 100 subscriber sign. It's right over there. There we go, guys. But please check us out because if you live in the Northern California area. NCU. So, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry. Uh, we have a show for you. It's called the NorCal Wrestling Roundup. It's where we uh, we recap shows from last week, independent wrestling shows that happen all around Northern California. Uh, give you results from shows last week. We give you uh, instructions on where to go next week to see live wrestling and ticket information. We also try to throw in some interviews in there. At least we'll have some in the near future. But, guys, check us out on YouTube because that's going to be the show to subscribe to if you want to stay up to date with independent wrestling in Northern California, especially with a bunch of shows coming up this next week. Let's list them here. Oh, wait, let's not list them here. I'm going to, I'm not going to do it here. I can't do it here. I'm going to do it on YouTube. Pay yeah. me 60 bucks and then I'll do it. Yeah. Pay me. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> that'd be cool. If you give me, give me 60 bucks. I'll, I'll... I was making a reference to Ronda. No, Rousey. I know. I know. Um, it, who is still paying 60 bucks for a pay-per-view? Anyways? Yeah. I was like, when did the WWE network become so expensive? Uh, you know, she's, well, she probably still <laughs> orders pay-per-views. I bet she doesn't even have the she, WWE. She probably like, she probably calls them and it's like, "Hey, Directv, I would like to order the WWE pay per view this weekend, please and thank you. Like, do not disrespect me because I'm Ronda Rousey." And it's just like, "All right," and the, they're probably like, "Yeah, all right, cool, bye." This shit is fake. They're like, "Ma'am, you can do this online. I don't want to do this online. I want to do it when when, when I want to do it because that's just that's just what I want to do because I'm Ronda Rousey." 
It's like, all right, Ronda, cool, whatever. But guys, check us out on YouTube, and you'll stay up to date with independent wrestling in Northern California. But guys, let's get into some news. Kind of a slow news day, I feel like, today. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about this before we started the show. Um, a couple things, though, we want to start off with. Let's let's look at some New Japan. We haven't talked about New Japan um, uh, Pro Wrestling. That's a company out there in uh, Tokyo and all of Japan. <laughs> so I'd say it's, no, in, it's in one of the Asian countries, I believe. No, it's Japan for sure. <laughs> uh, but definitely, let's get into some New Japan Cup results from the round one. We're not going to go into every show and every single match, but let's get into what happened in a round run, at least for tournament matches. We have Tomohiro Ishii pinning uh, Yuji Nagata. We have Tai Chi submitted uh, Tamahaka Oh, Homa, the, the Samoan the Samoan guy. He's a, He was like a young lion for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, we have Yoshihashi submitting um, Nakahishi. Ooh, man. Uh, Chase Owens pinning Juice Robinson. That's probably one of the surprises of the first round. The crown jewel. I met uh, Chase Owens. He's a pretty nice guy. Plays um, a lot of video games. He's, uh, yeah, he's pretty nice. He seems cool. Uh, let's see. We also have Kazuchika Okada pinning Michael Elgin. Damn it. Mikey Nicholas, which is a uh, former um, uh, TM61 guy. What, what was his name? Nick Miller. Nick Miller, and then um, whoever his other partner is. Nick, that's still around. Nick Miller and Shane, Th- Shane, Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne, that's right. Uh, yeah. He pinned Hikuleo, Will Ospreay pinning Bad Luck Fale, Lance Archer pinning uh, Toa Hanare, oh. uh, uh, Tanahashi submitted uh, Shota um, um, Umino. I am not great with uh, names, trust me. This you, just let me know how bad I am at CWR four and five Facebook Twitter and Instagram. Kota Abushi pinning Tetsuya Naito. Fuck. Well, there goes my uh, bracket. That was your pick. That was my pick to win the whole thing was Tetsuya Naito. I don't know why, um, but I'm also expecting. Now I'm thinking Will Ospreay. I like Will Ospreay. Will I've Ospreay's, always liked Will Ospreay. And I, I feel like everybody I pick for anything. <laughs> Like loses like every time I watch RuPaul with a friend, I'm like, oh, I like her. She's awesome. She's winning. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sashay away. And I'm like, God damn it! Like, that's not cool. But anyways, um, we have uh, Taguchi pinning uh, Tenzon. Uh, well, did I say that already? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. submitted Evil. Uh, Toriano pinned Davy Boy Jr. Cole Cabana pinning uh, Togi Makabe. Hey, Cole Cabana. Hey, uh, this is Cole Cabana. Thanks. Uh, Minoru Suzuki. Pinning um, Kojima and Sonata pinning Hiroki Goto. So, I mean, it's interesting to see what happens. Um, Owens, like I said, he went over Juice Robinson in the first round, and I think that was the big surprise. Yeah, that's – I wasn't expecting that. I mean, they also – I, you know, I thought – let's see. I, I mean, I actually did expect Colt Cabana and Toriano to go to the second round. Yeah, well, those are the two, like, uh, what, comedy wrestlers – because I didn't see, because I think they were they were set to face each other after that. Yeah. So now it's going to be, you know, that's uh, going to be a that's going to e- be a comedy East, spot. East versus West, the comedy matchup of the year. And I didn't. I, who who did they face? Let's see. Colcomana beat Togi Makabe, and yeah, it wasn't going to be Togi Makabe versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. because it just makes no sense at that point. Um, but I mean, who who are you going for out of the entire thing right now? Man, out of all those guys, I would. I love, I've always loved um, Zack Sabre Jr. And for whatever tournament he's in, my, that's always my uh, my pick. Oh, so I mean, he won, He did win the he New did. Japan Cup last year. I would like to see him win it again. I know he won it Two last times. year. Two times. Fuck it. Why not? No, let's see. Uh, where did I put my, did I not post that? I, it's weird. I swear I thought I posted that. That's a bummer. 
Anyways, I, I was trying to look for my bracket, but I can't find it now. Oh, no. Um, that's a bummer. Oh, well. But, yeah, it's um, it's great to see what's happening. I need, actually need to catch up. I'm really behind on matches. Have you watched any of it yet? I haven't. Just little snippets on Instagram and stuff like that. I need to watch some more of it. Yeah, the, the snippets I saw of the Kota Ibushi Tetsuya Naito match was just, oh, my God. I was, like, sitting on my friend's couch, like, <laughs> Corey, what's going on with like, you? Nothing, I'm fine. It's just, it's it's fine. Don't worry about nothing, it. Nothing, nothing. Um, now I'm just worried about this picture got taken down. I'm like, do pictures get taken down without you know? No, they, they let you know when a picture is. they let taken. you know. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to spend time looking for it. Guys, another piece of news from today. Uh, it's not really news. It's pretty much, uh, it's not really news at all. Um, but Enzo's just running his mouth again. He's, hey, how you doing? Um, he says, he went on the, he's talking about Vince McMahon, and he's saying, he w- telling us what exactly he thought, Vince McMahon thought of him. What did you think, what, what did you, what would you assume, um, Elijah? How would you assume Vince thought of him? Well. Given, because, it, given it's Enzo Amore. Because he was so catchy, and he would sell merchandise, was like, oh, this guy's, this guy's pretty good, damn it. But never really gave him much of a push. I mean, the cruiserweight title for a little bit but you know i bet he just saw a few dollar signs because you know he had a catchy fra- uh, a catchphrase you know other than that i don't think like i don't think he cared much yeah he says he went on to say I, I, hey i wouldn't be remiss to say i was probably his favorite character hey how you doing uh you know i moved so much merchandise you know hey what can i say See? we're both pieces of crap what can i say <laughs> you, it, wow i mean i didn't he didn't say that uh but you know it's just one of those things like uh, how do I say it? Fine. Shit attracts shit. Well, shit attracts shit. Whatever opinion Vince McMahon had of Enzo Amore, I'm sure changed after he popped up at a Survivor Series where he was in the crowd and he started doing his uh, little chant during one of the matches. Like I bet. Oh he... God, I was there for that and I missed it. Really? I missed it. I was I was out getting a delicious chicken sandwich in the Staples Center because they have delicious chicken. If you go to the Staples Center, go to the, the chicken sandwich place. Delicious. All right. Anyways. Sorry. I bet that was more interesting than seeing uh, Enzo Mori. A little bit, yes. I mean, because I mean, we were, I was a little – I wasn't further up. I mean, I was mid-level. But you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Like, he was all the way down there. And, like, you couldn't really see All the way see in him. the front row. Yeah, like, boo. Fucking dirtbag. You suck. Get out of here. Hey, I just remember him spending like, – I just want to see where he's going to be in 10 years. You know what I mean? Because if he's sitting here and he's, like, spending his money on all this stuff, and, like, how, where is he making money? Like, he sells songs, I guess. Like, he makes music, right? He, he sells songs, you know. He sells a song. He has – Songs for sale. He had his first song, Phoenix, which I didn't mind. It wasn't bad. But then all of his other songs since are just meh. Hey, how you doing? I'm the real one. NZO, how you doing? I, I changed NZO. my name. That's that's what he's going by now, NZO, because apparently that's what uh that's what Dusty called me. God damn it! Now I gotta do it. Dusty. Hey, listen, baby, I love you, NZO. You know, no, see, I don't even see Dusty saying that. Yeah, you're like, yeah, piece of crap, NZO. Get get out of here. Why I, is he here? I did think, however, listen, baby, why did you invite him again? He's always so loud, and he disrupts the party here. <laughs> he disappears with the ladies. When um, Big Cass got released, I thought that Big Cass and Enzo were going to do, like, a music video together. Oh, but then, like, Enzo get on the Twitter and be like, Hey, how how you doing? That's what happens when you you talk shit. It's like, no. I felt like something like that happened. Yeah, no, something, I think so. But um, I think Big Cass did go out in his way and did say that. So, yeah, Enzo and I don't talk. 
but they but had then some little but thing, then I some, but then he something. had his health scare and then I felt like you know they were like hey hey buddy like you okay you know it, it, it really scares me you know like, you act like that. well you know you're small and I'm I'm just gonna stop oh, that's it for the that's <laughs> it for impersonations today unless a really good one has to come up okay I pulled up my bracket okay so let me see where I'm at right now uh, my new Japan Cup bracket so. Like I said, I had uh, Taguchi. So Taguchi took Finley's place. So I had Finley going over the first round. Um, so that I got that. Tanahashi, I got that. Naito, I lost. I thought Evil was going to win. Zack Sabre Jr. lost. I did predict Colt Cabana and um, and Yano going to the second round. Uh, Minoru, I got. Sonata, I got. Harane, I got. Osprey, Nicholas. Oh, Jesus Christ, my bracket's actually pretty good. Wow. Uh, Other besides, than Zack Sabre Jr.? No, I got Juice still going. Zack Sabre Jr. I got Yoshihashi. Yeah, I only have three misses so far for the first round. Wow. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm I'm proud of myself so far. Well, it doesn't look like uh, Kota Ibushi's going to lose to Zack Sabre Jr. So I think I need to change my pick. So Let's, let's go with Will Ospreay. I'm going with the, all the Brits. So, yeah, I don't know who's going to win that. Let's see. I have Tanahashi losing in the second round. Uh, losing in the third round, I'm sorry, to Naito. So, wow. Okay, so it's going to be probably Ibushi Tanahashi. That'll be fun. That'll be really fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that should look that. Yeah. And then the, what? So the winner faces Jay White at the G1 Supercard? The G1 Supercard, yeah. In, uh, in, in Madison New Square. York. Madison Square. Garden. I wish I was fucking going, man. I You know, I need to make it a plan. Like, next year, I, I say this every fucking year. You know, I went to Survivor Series. I just have one show I need to go to, and then my big four is completed. Um, that's uh, SummerSlam. Ooh, and they were just, I remember for like a good six or seven years, they were all in the Staples Center. Yeah, yeah, and I missed it. And I, let's see, that's the thing. I, was, I wasn't the traveling wrestling fan at that point. Yeah. Now I am. Now I'm like, <clears throat> now I'm like, well, you know, it's part of my business that I don't make money off of or, you know, make money off of. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I could write it off, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but no, I need to go to Survivor C- or SummerSlam. And like when I see a Mania, I'm like, oh, I really want to go. And then I'm like, oh, it's going to cost so much money. Like Mania would be awesome to go to this year. But think about how much money it's going to cost you, especially just to like just for a hotel, just that alone. Like you can get tickets to every show and be fine. But like I'm, I'm one of those people like the travel expenses. Yeah, I'm one of those people that like I need like to have a decent room. Not like decent, like where it's like I need like great conditioner and organic and everything. And it just means to be fine. No, I just mean like. A somewhat like clean hotel room, but I don't want to be like in the schlub somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear like, you. Like I would rather stay midtown. You know what I mean? I'll stay in my car. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> there you go. Um, well, that's why I well, like it's New York. So you better be careful with that. Yeah, people. maybe not New York. That... Did I ask you about that? You've been to New York, right? No, no, I haven't. No, it's fun. I went, I went for a Giants. Giants traveled to Boston and New York a couple years ago, oh. and I followed them, and it was really fun. I stayed downtown in Midtown, and. Uh, yeah, just walking around at night, like, I, ugh, it's so smelly. It was in the summertime too. Yeah, I hear it's really smelly over there. Yeah, New York, New York smells, and it's like because there's just like parts where it's like you get like this vent, like heat, like uh, steam coming out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, wh- why does it smell like the why? Oh, oh, and you're just like don't want to know where <laughs> it was, especially since New York's so old. You're like, oh, I don't want to know how old that pipe is. Mm. Um, but anyways. Enough talk about New York. Let's move on to our Monday Night Raw uh, recap. Overall, what do you think of the show, Elijah? Um, you know, it wasn't a bad 
Raw. I didn't. I didn't get to watch Raw because I had because your boy had to work. But from what I did see, you know, they, there was some ups and downs. I'd say. Um, but um, yeah, not a bad show. There's been a lot worse lately. But um, not a bad show at all. I didn't expect. Uh, it's probably one of the first segments. Um, I didn't expect Finn Balor to drop the Intercontinental title to Bobby bullshit. Lashley. I'm sorry, that was bullshit. I'm pissed off about that, and that's just personally. That's not me as a professional. That's me personally just pissed off. They took my favorite belt away from my favorite person ever. Like, <laughs> Finn Balor's my favorite person in this entire world. I'm sorry, Mom, but, like, Finn Balor is over my mom. Step aside, Mom. You don't have those abs. Exactly. He, you know, he he doesn't even eat a donut. You know, I'll hold that against him. But he needed Kathy Kelly for a long time. I don't know if they're still dating, but they just them, – them just picture together. It's just beautiful. Very envious of Finn Balor. Um, the Shield, uh, the Shield farewell. I felt like it was very like movie, like it happened in a movie, like like after the first movie, like all right, guys, our job's done here. I guess we're gonna hit the road, never to talk again, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Bye. You know bye, what I mean? Gene. You know what I mean? Like everyone hit the road and went their separate ways, and now like they're doing their solo films. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to be like, oh, my, we need to come back together one more time. We need to get the gang back together. Uh, an, one last time. It's always one it's last always time. It's always one last time. Just like it's, I always go back to Mania when it was C- Cena and The Rock. Uh, once in a lifetime? Yeah, twice in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime, part they, two. They built that like. For a whole year. For a whole year. Like, they were, like, at the... Like, it was the Monday Night Raw after Mania. And they were like, hey, next year at Mania, I want to wrestle you. And I was like... Are they really going to do... I thought that was a fad. I thought that was all bullshit. I was like, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Come on. Right? Everyone thought SummerSlam. But anyways, uh, Bobby Lashley, your new Intercontinental Champion. Um, We have a new Dana Brooke, apparently. At least that's what people have been saying online. People are going on. If you haven't seen this, Elijah, you need to go and watch it. Um, I don't think it's a different Dana Brooke, but she looks a lot different. She looks a I think her makeup, she did her makeup differently. Um, that's what I think it is. She maybe wore her hair differently. Maybe she's lost uh, some muscle mass, some weight, um, trimmed up a little bit. I don't know. Well, the thing about Dana Brooke, it seems like. She sounded like Dana Brooke. That's why I can't take it away from her. Yeah. I was like that, that she, cause she talks, she has that very like, I'm Dana Brooke. You know, she has that kind of like big cast kind of New York accent. Yeah. But the thing about Dana Brooke. Like she she's never York? she's never really consistent as like is she's a consistent heel is she a consistent face like they just kind of throw her wherever she's needed to go wherever like the the you know any kind of void to fill they th- put Dana Brooke there so a new Dana Brooke you know it's a new Dana Brooke every other month yeah she's definitely trimmed up a little bit it looks like in these pictures now that I'm looking at her um, let's see where was she where's she from where's she from da, da, da. oh she's from. Um... Ohio. Oh, she's from Ohio. I ain't from That's Ohio. Right, cause, cause she was like, "Well, they had a pay per view in my hometown, and I didn't even get a match." That's right. Uh, but she probably had one of. She probably had the best, um, her best uh, promo ever on WWE. Yeah, coming I'd out say talking, so. talking shit to Ronda Rousey, and then just getting the shit kicked out of her for it. Got obliterated. Um, but yeah, I like the Spartan um, kick from Ronda Rousey. Oh, it was oh. that was brutal. Felt bad for her. And then Kurt Angle retirement. He's going into retirement. His uh, last um, match will be at WrestleMania. Uh, who? Let's speculate right now. Who? Who's he going to wrestle? Well, so the, one of the dirt sheets is saying that it might be John Cena. I heard that. And you know, John Cena did post a picture of Kurt Angle. I think somewhat recently. Um, the thing of the thing I hear about the dirt sheets is like 
I've watched them, and we're dirt sheets technically at this point because yeah. we're just all the dirt sheets are just reposting stuff they heard on Wrestling Observer, and that's Pretty what much. we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I listen to Wrestling Observer every day. It's like my morning coffee. I have my coffee, and I turn on Wrestling Observer, and I'm just sitting there like, ooh, that's interesting. Big oh, money hot game. takes. And um, But then I see stuff like, okay, so I think someone asked, like, oh, who do you think – can Kurt Angle's partner be? And they're like, oh, well, I think, and literally the caller was like, well, I think it could be uh, John Cena because he posted a picture on Instagram of Kurt Angle recently. And then they were like, oh, well, it could be, it could be. And then all of a sudden all over online, it's like John Cena, Kurt Angle, you know, it's like, okay, calm down everybody. Um, but it would be a good ending to a story. Yeah. You know, especially since you know, John Cena's debut Debut match. Was it match, yeah. His real, his yeah. He real actually had a match. match. I forgot about that. I thought for some reason I thought it was just a promo where he came out and slapped Kurt Angle. No, he came out and actually had a and match. Had with a him. match with him, yeah. yeah. As the as the prototype, right? Yeah, ruthless aggression. I'm John Cena, and I have ruthless aggression. So yeah, um, that'd be cool. Uh, um, I also thought, who was it on SmackDown that I thought he can go after? Uh, oh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, I was just going to say, what about Samoa Joe? They had a great match. In TNA. Yeah, Kurt Angle's first match in TNA was against Samoa Joe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be a nice way to, you know, because you know, that match hasn't happened in WWE. Exactly. Well, yeah. And if it's a, if it's a one match thing, they, they can actually do it well. Except that Vince like, ah, I want to draw this out. I want it to go longer and 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 softer. Wait, softer. Yeah, wait, long, I mean, yeah. Longer and softer. Yeah, no, he just, because he extends feuds. You know what I mean? Like AJ yeah. and Shinsuke. Ugh. It was just like nut shots left and right. And, you know, it's like, all right, I'm over it. Yeah, same right. with AJ and Joe when they had their rivalry. Yeah, yeah. and Joe was just creeping. Like, Ooh, Wendy. He's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call the, like, why didn't Paige just like, Hey, Samoa, Samoa Joe, <laughs> Samoa, Mr. Samoa, can you, um, <laughs> can you not do that? I'm going to take your title shot away. And, um, you know, she was just like, oh, well, that's happening, AJ. Sorry. Uh, don't you know what else to do? Hi, Jay. Uh, yeah, that's. And, and I was, you know, I'm thinking about his name because, but, because I think he can do everything. Uh, Drew McIntyre. I would... Drew McIntyre. Because they have their little, um little shtick but a few months ago where uh drew mcintyre beat kurt angle on raw yeah but i don't know maybe not you know i think that was and, and it's funny because it, that he could have been just written off like that that's how some people get written off yeah right like, like we'll maybe dean into... ambrose was getting written off last night I'll we just, don't know yeah we will see all right let's get into our full recap of monday night raw all right guys our full recap let's get into our full recap of monday night raw um, started off with uh, Monday Night Raw from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Shield came down in ring, um, coming out through the crowd, you know, as they usually do. Which is cool. No, uh, this is the Shield. The farewell. last time. Yeah, one last time. Uh, Rain says it was good to be back with his boys the other night, but he hasn't been in a one-on-one singles match in over five months. And did he call out? He called out Baron Corbin, right? For a match, or he just got booked in a match later. I think he just got booked. I don't. He was just like, "I want a match," and someone was like, "Yeah, all right." Here's Baron you. Corbin. This works out for you. So it's like, yeah, Reigns and Baron Corbin. Reigns says Ambrose. He says, uh, he says he's got business to take care of. I got business to take care of. Well, he said about Ambrose. He says he's got business to take care of, but I don't know what it is, and that's why we love you for it, man. Yeah, he's just crazy. He's just he's just crazy old Dean. He's just crazy old kooky Dean. Uh, Roman... Don't call him a lunatic, though. That no, it's fine really now. Sad. Oh, is that? Oh, is it's it okay, okay now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool with it now. He's. I, I went. Th- I went to therapy, bro. It's fine. We went mountain biking. Me and Renette over in Las Vegas. Like whatever. 
Uh, he focuses on um, Seth Rollins, and he tells him, "Hey, at Mania, slay the beast. We're all gonna burn it down. You're gonna burn it down in Mania." Woo! And it's like, all right, cool. Uh, Ambrose and Reigns leave the ring to the Shield music, and then Rollins is left alone in the ring. Out comes Paul Heyman. Heyman introduces himself like he usually does, and says, "Seth then lists all the men Brock went through, but also points out the men that Brock can barely who barely won against, such as Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor, yeah. all men of smaller sizes that he had problems with. Um, it's but he didn't mention like you know." Um, who Goldberg. Else? Yeah, there we go. Goldberg in like a couple seconds. And Braun Strowman. Braun well, Str- well, even though with Braun Strowman, even though he beat, he still beat him. Yeah, he beat uh, Strowman pretty fast, but he Strowman was throwing him around like pretty. Eddie Guerrero. Oh yeah, we don't. Oh, yeah, we don't <laughs> talk about Eddie. Why? Because he's one and zero against Lesnar, and that'll always oh, be it. Oh, he's undefeated against. Le- oh, that'll oh. always be it. Damn, do you think that pisses Brock off? He's like, like he, he's just like man. If that like, son of like, a bitch know, wasn't dead, I, like I know, like. That's like kind of fucked up to think about, but at the same time, it's like, you know, he's probably like, man, I miss Eddie, but I also like wish I could get a win. You I know? wish I could beat him. Yeah, because that's and one, then, uh, one who person was it? Uh, Samoa Joe a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That uh, was a dream match until they had it. Rollins says it seems that Brock has a problem with uh, guys his size. Uh, Rollins says he's uh, winning the title and bringing back to Monday Night Raw because you know he's there all the time. It's like just like that. Because it, it appeals to everyone, that storyline. I was going to say, everybody somebody, says that. You know, everyone at work has that one person. It's like, this guy doesn't show up to work. Like, he calls in sick all the time. You know, it's probably like some guy who's and like. he's getting all the promotions? Or not even that, even that, but it's just like, you know, somebody just skates by and it's just like, and it's like, you guys are both just like cashiers, but like this guy calls in sick all the time, but nobody gets a raise. You know what I mean? It's, everyone's treated the same. Yeah. It's like. Uh, that sucks because that does happen in this world. Uh, fans start chanting Slay the Beast. And um, Heyman says Brock didn't have time to prepare uh, for all those men that, you know, because it was all changed last minute. Those D- Daniel Bryan, Seth Roll- or Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles. Yeah, they were all last minute changes, which is, which is you know, I like that. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic. Absolutely true. Between the two. Like, yeah, that's actually pretty interesting that they would even have the uh, the knowledge to bring that up. Usually it's something a little more plain than that. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if those changes were made. No, it can't be. They don't think that far ahead, WWE. Ah. Like, New Japan would think that far ahead, but WWE would not think that far ahead. Maybe because, like, you would hope so. Because the, uh, the last few weeks, you know, everybody kind of stopped their rivalries. You know, because Roman's back, and then, you know, it was the Shield and stuff. So maybe within those couple weeks, they've had some time to... I'm, I'm being optimistic. But just like, hey, maybe we'll, after uh, the Shield does their one last time, and then we'll start the uh, the actual feud yeah. again. Um, then, like I said, Heyman says Brock didn't have time to prepare for those men. Then out comes Shelton Benjamin and attacks Seth Rollins from behind. Does a very Brock Lesnar-esque German suplex. Gives him two German suplexes. And I like how you say that because the reason why Shelton Benjamin – sorry, not Shelton Benjamin. Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin. Uh, the reason why he attacked him is because Shelton Benjamin was a uh, trainer of Brock Lesnar's back in the OVW days. Oh. Uh, he was assistant trainer to Brock Lesnar when he came into wrestling the first time, and I guess they were a tag team in the OVW okay, uh, for a split that. second. They, were, they showed a picture. If you go on to WWE.com, I might have shared it on the Facebook, um, but there's during the break, um, Heyman introduces Shelton Benjamin and says, you want to know somebody who knows Brock Lesnar? This man knows Brock Lesnar. This is... 
Shelton Benjamin. So is Shelton Benjamin a, an official Paul Heyman guy? Or is this just like... I don't think so, but I, it would be cool. Here's Shelton Benjamin. They need to put, uh, push Shelton Benjamin because he looks good, especially with those new tights. Yeah, he honestly, he just kind of... looks like he just took Seth Rollins' uh, tights and just kind of cut them up a little. Just change that freaking song. Like, I like his yeah. old his old song was good. But Ain't that, no stopping me, no. Yeah, his old one was just... His new one is just like someone screaming like in auto-tune. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's um, stupid. So it's we have the match: Seth Rollins versus Shelton Benjamin, back and forth between the two men. A blockbuster to Shelton. We have a jump up knee from the outside of the ring to Seth Rollins, who was doing a dive to the outside from inside of the ring, he which is a good knee. Which was crazy because that Shelton Benjamin jumped all the way up to hit the knee in the face. Well, bam. Uh, sling blade to Shelton Benjamin, release German suplex to Seth Rollins, Michael Cole, and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's on commentary this entire time. They're going back and forth on the mic because, as you know, Michael Cole is calling to back storylines. And I wonder if this is since, you know, I wonder if this is thought out, maybe by Paul Heyman. Maybe yeah. this is a Paul Heyman storyline. This could be. Where, you know, he said, you know what, you're going to change these storylines, and this is the reason why. You're going to attack... Uh, Michael Cole the night after WrestleMania 31, and this is why, you know, because Michael Cole was calling back to that night saying, you know, I know exactly what Brock Lesnar does. I was, you know, out of action the rest of the night uh, because of that. So he couldn't do commentary where he's not doing anything after he got F5. Oh, it was like the beginning of the show. I was in San Jose too. No, I I remember because oh, I didn't go to that Raw, but I was at WrestleMania. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I saw it on TV. I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, he's he might be like in the back for a little bit, put some ice on his on his neck or something, but he he can do commentary. I wonder, I wonder if you get to go, you get to go home early, like if you're written off TV, like no, you probably have to stay. Yeah, it's, it's one of those respect things about wrestling because I, I know the performers they get really pissed if you leave early hmm. because you 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 should stay to watch all the matches. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's a common. I mean, even in like production or like video production in class, like you should watch other people's work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we respect. Have, we have multiple kicks to Shelton Benjamin and followed by the stomp. Uh, Seth Rollins gets the pin on Shelton Benjamin. So, I mean, I, I hope Shelton will stay on Monday Night Raw. I hope this isn't a start of a fluidity with superstars um, between Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I do not like super shows, quote unquote. Brand split, LOL. Yeah, well, you know where they have brand splits, but they, you know, they were like, oh, this person's from SmackDown, but they're wrestling on Raw. It's like, that's no. That doesn't make any sense at that all. It defeats the purpose. Exactly. So I hope they're not doing that. But I know after Mania, they're going to have some sort of shakeup, the international shakeup they've been talking about. Ooh. So I'm thinking that people are going to go to NXT. People are going to go to NXT UK from, you know, people are going to come from NXT UK. People are going to go, go, come from NXT People are going to go back and forth from SmackDown to Raw. Um, but that's yeah. A, that, okay, that, that's that, that's a little more interesting than just going from Raw to SmackDown. Because I wonder if there were some people that would say, hey, you know, I'd rather live in the UK. You know, I've made some money. I just want to, you know, kind of retire. But I would also wrestle these shows and da-da-da. Hmm. Very, uh, very quickly, who do you think from like NXT or NXT UK would go to the main roster? Pete Dunn. <clears throat> Pete Dunn's been ready. Yeah. Pete Dunn. Mm. Well, okay, so what about people from the main roster? Actually, that's what I meant to say. People from the main roster going back to NXT or even going to you. Uh, the bar. Okay. okay. I, I I can see the bar in NXT or NXT. So they don't okay. have to worry about visas. Yeah, exactly. They just like canceled their own. They're like, no, we're good. We're coming back. Um, but no, it's just, you know, you never know. I like that, actually. The who, bar. Who, like, and that's what I was just thinking of. Who who would want to live over there? People, you know what I mean? people of that descent. Uh, people Becky from, Lynch. 
Maybe Becky Lynch. I, I doubt want her. it. I don't want her to go. I don't want her to go. I don't want her She's to go. She's the hottest thing in wrestling right now. She can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, she's apparently not limping in house shows either. Oh, wow. She was just all beat up the other night and got punched in the gut. I mean, maybe the punch in the gut like made her all better. Uh, then next up, we have Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Lashley takes it to Balor in the beginning of the match. Balor then drop kicks Lashley to the outside, uh, running punt kick to Lashley off the side of the ring apron. Balor goes for a coup de gras, and then the bell just starts ringing out of nowhere. Who the hell is that? And it's uh, Leo Rush ringside. This should have been a DQ right there. Yeah, right. At least That's... in my opinion. Because um, it's in full referee view, you're distracting the guy. Uh, Rush then tries to get the title mm. and gets on the side of the ring apron. Uh, he gets an insiguri for his troubles. A spear from Bobby Lashley to Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley is your new Intercontinental Champion. That was probably Bobby Lashley's best spear yeah, because I think um, Balor was hopping into the ring. Yeah, it was like he, that mid that midair. Because other than that, I hate Bobby Lashley's spear. That little front flip that he does, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Uh, after the match, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush are full uh, full friends again. They're just best friends again, slapping hands, slapping skin, and he's yeah. It I is s- what it is. But I saw on Bobby Lashley's Instagram last night that um, Leo and Bobby were talking. He's like, I told you. That I'd give you the Intercontinental title back. You know, you just had to trust me. Bobby's like, yeah, you know, I took a little second, but I, yeah, yeah I believe right, you. Little man. So then uh, Bobby and Leo both grab the Intercontinental title, and they both walk their separate ways. Oh. Yeah. And then the, the Blashy was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, I I, I thought you I thought he, you wanted, he went full Nigel. I, what the fuck are you doing? I thought you wanted me to hold the belt. He's like, nah. He snatches it from him. He's like, I'll hold the belt. Ooh. So this might dissension. be a little. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, I hope to see Leo Rush with that title one day. Yeah, maybe that is that what they're going for for WrestleMania. If Possibly. they put if they put Balor in the Universal Title scene, then sure, I'll be fine with that. Uh, no, I'm serious. You know what I mean? Like if if Balor if they keep him at this level, I don't want the title off of Balor. Get that title back on him as soon as possible. But yeah. If um if they're gonna move him up to the Universal Title scene, that's fine. You can have the title back and forth off of maybe Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley for a while. And it'll be fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Um, next up, we have Charlie. She's backstage with Baron Corbin. They're still going back to when uh, Baron Corbin said, Hey, I don't want him on my show. Yeah, I hope he gets better. Are we talking about like, Reigns? Yeah. Okay. I, I hope he's better, but like, you know, I don't want him to come back to my show. And for some reason, that's like a horrible thing to say. I don't know. I mean, I guess it is. Well, his uh, his leukemia is a work anyway. No, it's not. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, get him over. People, no. I can't. I can't believe people would actually think that. It's stupid. It's dumb. Um, yeah, it, but I will say this: I don't like how they fucking play into it. God, yeah, I need to stop cursing. But no, I need. To, yeah, like I hate how they stop. I hate how they playing into it. Like later in the night for the thing about Reigns, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it's ridiculous to play into like someone feeling fatigued who had leukemia. You know what I mean? It just makes me wonder, like, well, if they're going to play that up on screen, like, I really don't think Reigns is that. Hey, anyway, I'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey in-ring promo. She comes out. She opens up the promo, calling us all bandwagon bitches. And, uh, Gee, thanks. Thanks, Ronda. Great to see you, too. Well, she's really pissed because I booed her in Los Angeles. Oh, that's probably why. She's like, you know what? This this damn Corey guy Dude, she booing looked, me. She looked right at me. She, like, when she said it, 
She walked up the ramp. When she walked up the ramp, she was getting booed at Survivor Series. She looked right in my section. Not not because I was there, but just because she just looked in that section. And like I locked eyes with her. Okay. And, I, and I know she didn't see me, but like because but I lights, saw but you saw her. But I Rhonda stared in my eyes and I wanted to die a little bit on the inside. I peed my pants a little bit. <laughs> I had to get another chicken sandwich just to make myself feel better. Mm. Um, mm, but yeah, it was uh, it was definitely one of those things. She comes out. She's all pissy. Uh, Rhonda wants to embarrass and expose Becky and Charlotte and the, and the whole WWE. Basically, um, she calls. She's basically saying everything besides saying fake. She's like, you know, it's all charade, right? Like, if anyone believes this, they're stupid. Like, ugh. Like, what do you? What is this? Like, why? I just I don't get why they're doing this storyline like this. You know what I mean? They can definitely go at it different ways. Um, she could even say like, I'm. I'm tougher than both these women. I can beat them up. You know, they're just wrestlers. I'm an MMA fighter. Yeah, I know multiple sports. I've, I'm well-versed in submission tactics. I'm well-versed in striking abilities. I'm well-versed in other things that MMA other fighters. Other than speaking. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, well, she used to have, I guess she used to have a, um, a speech impediment when she was a kid. Well, it's probably because her mom was putting her in arm bars when she woke up. Yeah, she was doing judo since she was like three years old. No, her mom wanted her to defend herself at any time of the day. So, like, when she wake up, she would be put in an armbar. Good morning, bitch. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, out comes Dana Brooke, and which is kind of surprising. But you know, we thought it was gonna be just straight up squash, which it was. But Dana comes out and says she's not gonna let Ronda disrespect the WWE, the WWE universe, and the women's locker room because Dana loves the WWE. And you know, she comes out and she says usually. After a pay-per-view, you issue an open challenge, Rhonda. Well, my name is Dana Brooke, and I accept. And then Rhonda just Spartan kicks um, Dana Brooke and just beats the crap out of her. And sorry, Dana Brooke. So like I said, everyone thought this was a fake Dana Brooke. I just, I don't get it. Um, She looked like the same. She sounded the same to me. Everyone was on my, oh, what'd they do with her? It's like Tori Wilson, man. It's like, what? I, I, I didn't see that. But I did like, though, when uh, Rosie was about to put the arm bar on Dana Brooke, and then she's like, ah, ah, no, pay me 60 bucks, and I'll show you an arm bar. Yeah, it's like... Who pays for the actual, like we were just saying, who pays for the actual pay-per-view if you don't have the WWE Network? If you saw Ronda in public, would you pull out 60 bucks? Like, hey, here's 60 bucks, will you put me in an arm bar? Be like, you said pay you 60 bucks. I'd probably just, like, go to slap her in the face, and as she's going to go... Because she's so cool with that, or she's so good with that, she just catch my arm and just fuck me up for free. Oh, she's like, you, she lets it happen. She's like, what the hell, dude? Like, that was really disrespectful. She's like, like, why would you slap a woman? And you're just like, no, I wanted you to put me- I wanted you to put me in an arm bar. I, I, I thought you'd be ready to- any, God, Rhonda. Yeah, I thought you said you were real. Now I feel like an asshole because I just hit a woman. And I'm like, ugh. All right, I'm I'm gonna go. I don't t- think I would actually go. I'd probably go for it, yeah. and then like it'd be right there, like so she can catch it, so she can deliberately catch me, throw me on my gr- on the ground, and then break my arm. Wow, for free. Wow, there you go. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the Glorious Ones up next. Um, you know, as I say, the Glorious Ones meaning uh, Ricochet or sorry, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Uh, Ricochet and Gable start the match. Gable and Rude kind of isolate um, Black at a certain point. Blockbuster neckbreaker combo to Rico. To Rico, sorry. A tag to Black while Rude wasn't looking. Black mask. Black mask. Black mask. To Bobby Rude, the pin and the win. Bobby Rude, or sorry, Alistair Black still looks bruised up. What the hell is going on with him? Nobody has said anything about this. Why isn't anybody talking about this? 
Why? I don't get it. Yeah, ever since you mentioned it, I'm like, I've been thinking about it, and I even saw the parts on Raw with Aleister Black. I'm like, yeah. Um, he's he, turning towards the camera more. He's turning he's turning his back to the camera more. Even when he does the black mask, he'd make sure he his back is to the camera, to exactly. the, the hard cam. His chest is all bruised up. His stomach is all bruised up. I don't know what happened. He should just be in a full singlet. I just, I don't, I hope he's all right. I hope, you know, he wasn't in any sort of accident. If he was in some sort of accident, apparently it was superficial. I don't know. Allegedly, this is all. I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating at this point. But if this is, this is real or something happens about him, something happened to him or it affects him in some way, yeah, you were the first person to notice. I swear, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like... There has to be some. I just don't. I even like. I don't know. I just nobody's talking about it. Like it's blatant. I see it right there. And like, am I missing something? Did something happen? And I know somebody was like, told me they were like, oh, the revival beat him up last week, or they were, oh, because they got beat up by the bar and the new League of Nations. And I'm like, no, like you don't get bruised like that from a like a stage like a like a stage wrestling beat attack down. where you're getting stomped you know, in the back. Exactly. Anyway, so as the NXT boys are walking up the ramp, they are attacked by the Revival. Say yeah. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's what they do. We're probably going to have a multi-team. It's going to be all multi-man matches at Mania, yeah, WrestleMania. Except for um, the, the uh, Universal title match. And maybe the Shh, WWE title match, you, too. We, who knows? Who knows, Who knows? Man. Last Card minute. subjects ah, change. Ah, ah, big blockbuster. Uh, next up, we have a moment of bliss where Alexa Bliss is unveiling the WrestleMania host for this year. So she's building up. She's saying this person's more electrifying The Rock, uh, more entertaining than what, the New Day. The New Day. And the entire time, I'm like, she's gonna announce herself. She's gonna announce herself, and Alexa Bliss is just announced herself. She's the host of WrestleMania. So she must like be. Injured? Some sort of like injured or something because still not she, medically cleared. But they're using her in like kind of like a page capacity. You know what I mean? Where Paige yeah. was being used, but she was being kept out of wrestling matches. Yeah, it's a little weird. Alexa Bliss wasn't a match for. She was in the Royal Rumble, but she got re-injured. Remember? I think like the day Did after she, someone. Oh shit! Like I think that week they were like, "Oh yeah, she's injured." Huh. So I don't know what's going on with, with Alexa. I met her. I was at the same hotel as her in first Survivor Series. She seems really nice. She was nice. It was funny. But like as nice as uh... I was coming back and I saw some guy in the hotel lobby and you could tell he worked for WWE because once you see these guys who work for WWE corporate, you're just like, oh, my God. They're like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On that. Uh, so he's out front in the lobby. I'm like, oh, shit. he's waiting for Alexa. I knew Alexa was in the hotel. So I said, you know, I'm just going to sit right here and play on my phone. And Alexa walked through. She was doing a, like a meet and greet somewhere. And I said, Alexa, I was like, I, I was like, I really liked your suit last night at Survivor because it was really beautiful. It was like very shiny. It had like some sort of sequence, sweet sequence in the middle. Mm-hmm. It was a nice red blazer. And she was like, Yeah. And then she like stopped. She's like, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Because mm. she was just very like, because you you can tell she was probably like, Yeah, whatever. And then like, Oh my God, yeah, no, thank you. Like, because she stopped. And was like, No, that I, was a moment of bliss. I had a moment of bliss. Yeah. <laughs> and then then the next night, I'm I get in the the elevator after Raw. And she's in the elevator with me. So I'm just on the phone with my friends. I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I'm just, so I just started acting like super like flamboyant gay boy. I'm just like, oh, girl, I'm going to go tan tomorrow. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, oh, girl. Like, uh-huh, have me some drinks tonight. Did I she... just, I didn't want to seem weird. So I just like. that. That's because that, that's not weird. <laughs> no, to me, that's not weird. That was like, that's, that's just like, that's, that's me. Just, that's just you. And uh, so I was just like, okay, I get it. And hopefully like she smiled and like. She's Laugh. like, yeah, girl, I feel it. I hope so. I mean, I hope she, I got some sort of reaction like that. Yeah. But anyways. But my question is, why do they have WrestleMania hosts? 
I don't really understand that. They don't need <sighs> WrestleMania hosts. Because they're trying to get everyone on the show. <laughs> yeah, true. that's. I mean, that's, I think, what it is. They're really just trying to pack everybody in some, in some way. Like, that's why they have all the Battle Royals now, too. Yeah. You it know? doesn't seem like they're having a Women's Battle Royal this year. That, well, they're going. I mean, because... they might not. You're right. Because you got all the women's titles, you have the tag team titles, and if they're doing multi-man or multi-woman matches for those, you don't... That, you can have NXT women come up. You can have women from yeah, NXT UK. Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. First, first Tony Storm. Tony uh, Rhea Storm. Ripley. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Who the was... Sky Pirates. Yeah. Kyrie yeah. Sane and Lo Shuri. Uh, Shuri. Shuri. Skyrie Sane. No. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyways, yo ho. Um, so I love the one part where the one the fans start chanting "You deserve it," right by Alexa. She looks at them. She goes, "I know." For <laughs> when she's announced that, they're like, "You deserve it." She's like, "I know." Thank you. I I know. It was great. She has good comedic timing. Next up, we have Braun backstage with Charlie, and uh, she, at first she's trying to interview him, and then someone walks up to Braun and said, "Braun, here's your card." What car? What are you talking what about? Car? Um, he says, "Oh, here." This it, isn't a gun. It, it cuts to. It cuts to black. It like literally cuts the commercial, and I hate when they do this now. And it comes back. It's like this soft opening TV show. Like, hey, like here's the the um, the card that comes with it, the card that comes with the car, and uh, it's literally a piece of paper. And it's like, dear Braun, thank you for everything from last week. I'm sorry for saying wrestling is fake. You are a great guy. Here's another car. Good thing Vince. So you don't have to destroy Vince McMahon's car. So to get screwed out of another title shot. Love, Colin Jost. And Colin Jost no sold that choke from last week. Eh, at least Colin Jost. At least they were funny last week. I liked. I enjoyed their comedic timing. It was something fresh. At least Michael Che was pretty funny. Like his just reactions to Colin Jost were pretty good. Yeah. Um, I didn't see all of them, but yeah, I saw some of it. So yeah, then um, Braun does Braun things and tears up the car. I'm surprised he didn't flip the car over. Yeah. Um, apparently uh, everyone got an email. At, like after this happened, and it was for the the toy with the car. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, I wonder either if that car. I don't know when that car that set come came out. If it came out that night, literally right after that. Hmm. But I don't think so. You think they're just like fuck? We need to do something. Uh, what do we do? We have all these toys that we need to get rid of. Here, let's have a segment on the show with the car that looks just like that. I don't know because yeah. kids will be like, I want it. I want that toy car. Next toy up, car. Uh, we have ladies and gentlemen, Elias. He does Elias things and Brum. sings a song and and trashes Pittsburgh. I can't watch his his promos are just all the same, like legit the same. He goes out there, he rips on somebody. The sports it, teams. It usually never goes anywhere. Um, and then something happens and he has a match, like a really boring match. And he's from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh, exactly. Um, you know, then out comes No Way Jose and his new, brand new green braided hair. Looks like he traded hair with uh, Naomi. So he comes out. Yeah, they actually mentioned that when he came out. They were like, oh, you know, it looks like he's taking some notes from Naomi. He uh, walks his whole conga line, comes out, hits the ring, and then Elias beats the crap out of him. So, yeah, sorry, No Way Jose. Oh, and he beat the crap out of the cheeseburger, too. Oh, man. Not, the, not, not, not cheeseburger. Not cheeseburger, for... but the cheeseburger from Monday Night Raw. Um, Imagine if Cheeseburger was there. He's oh, like, hey, what are you doing beating up my brother? He wouldn't let that happen to his oh, family. Yeah. Next up, we have Natalia versus Nia Jax. And Beth Phoenix accompanies uh, Natalia to ringside because she says, I know I need to have friends now to have my back. And I thought Ronda would have my back, but she doesn't. She, she's a bit of an asshole sometimes. Exactly. So Beth Phoenix comes out with her to no pop at all. Um, no reaction. Literally, yeah. So the ma this match happened in like 30 seconds. Um, Tamina tried to get involved. Then Beth Phoenix is like, screw this, and then beats the crap out of 
Naya, or at least she gets in the ring for she some punches. She hits her a couple times. Yeah. Um, then they're standing in a ring. Naya and Tamina leave. Technically, Naya does win by DQ. They walk backstage to gorilla position, and Sasha and Bailey were waiting for them, only to beat them down. Um, kind of. Tamina. Kind of, yeah. They got split up. Finley. They're like, hey. Bah, 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 bah. Finley had to hold Sasha back. Like, oh, what do you think you're doing? What do you think? I know I'm Finley and I love to fight, but you can't be fighting. They should have had a couple. They should have had shillelaghs or something to attack the big girls. Yeah, because If you want to hit her, hit her with this. Uh, then um, exactly. Batista then shows up to the arena after this. He shows up in his, uh, well, what this suit, I felt like the suit was too small, but also too big at the same time. <laughs> it was just big and small in the wrong places. And all the weirdest, like the shirt was really small and like it was showing its chest, but then the jacket was a little bigger in the shoulders, but tight around his stomach. It was weird. It was, it was cute. I liked it. Like the sequence and everything. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And like, be like, okay, if it actually like was proportionally sized, I could see me wearing that to like a nice night out somewhere, you know? Like yeah. an elegant night somewhere, not an just like not, not, just... not like going to like uh, WWE and Oracle, <laughs> you know. Um, so he shows up to the arena. Next up, we have Triple H and Batista. We're getting a quote unquote face to face. Triple H comes out in his full dad concert gear. Oh yeah, he comes out with the like the coolest a, dad. The, like the the leather, like I got my leather jacket and the band T shirt. It's fine. It's all I got. And, and his wrists and uh, fingers oh, were yeah. taped yeah. up. Taped ready, it. ready for a fight. Ready for a street fight. Uh, then out comes Batista. Like I said, with a size too big and too small on him. Triple H pokes fun at Batista's nose ring. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing there? She's a, a nose ring model up there." So I'm like, "Ha!" Huh? Was all I, your security? Like, I know I pointed that out last week you too. Ah. Uh. Anyways, uh, Batista says. Uh, he wants to do things on his terms, and he's screaming into the microphone like a madman. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Right here. Give me what I want. I'm like, whoa, Batista. And like, he's legit drooling. There's spit coming Spitting. out. Just Yeah, exactly. He says, and I love the best line of the night. He goes, Triple H says, he's, uh, he says, I've had enough of this. I've, I'm not going to, you either get in this ring or I'm going to go through your guardians of the independent scene. And I was like, oh, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, that was uh, that was funny because it was you know as we know a lot of these independent stars get um, at least the on time uh, camera time with WWE doing Either roles like this security, security guard police officers or whatnot you know ambulance I yeah. know um, some people that work for ABW used to, like did ambulance work you know was like oh there's the paramedic you know um, yeah so then Batista says. He quit the company because he wanted to get as far away from Triple H as he can. This whole story is a little weird because it's like Batista just wants to retire on his terms. It seems like most things just pretty slapped together at the last minute. Yeah, very much so. Like, I feel like they could have went a little deeper. Like, why does Batista want to have only – like, there's no reason why Batista would just want to have this one match to retire on his terms. You mean he already did retire on his terms. How many times did he quit the company? Yeah. You know what I mean? And even Triple H mentioned this. He goes, I'm not going to give you what you want because you quit the company a bunch and you left us high and dry. And I don't like you. You're mean. You, mean, you beat up my dad, Ric Flair. And um, yeah, so Triple H says, all right, you want it? You have our match. No holds barred at WrestleMania. The show of shows, the game of games, Triple H versus the Edward Batista. No holds barred. Maybe Zeus will be there. Probably not. Um who was the guy? That was Zeus, right? Um, yeah. The guy who was in Friday? Yep. What was his name? Uh, his name is Tiny something. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so they're going to have a No Holds Barred match at WrestleMania. It's going to be a good match. I'm, I'll enjoy it. But yeah. the, the No Holds Barred just, 
is there to cover up the fact that Batista hasn't wrestled in X amount of years. And, and that's like Triple H's go-to match is a no-hold. Not not uh, Falls Count Anywhere, not a street fight. No. No holds barred. Well, you know, he did a good street fight with uh, Shawn Cactus. Michaels years ago. And Cactus Jack. It's true, so. Um, he, but yeah, but it seems like for the last like, 10, 12 he, years, like, no holds barred. That's the He match. brings out the sledgehammer. He's like, here we go. Yeah, I'll get the sledgehammer involved. It's fine. Uh, next up, we have Kurt Angle. He's coming out to give his retirement speech. Well, he's at least telling sort us. Of. He's coming out to tell us that, uh, you know, at WrestleMania will be his last match. Um, says he's always considered Pittsburgh his hometown because that's where he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Even though it was in Atlanta. 1996 he, Olympics yeah. oh, was in Atlanta. Oh, okay, you're right. But he... But that was his home. But his hometown. Where he trained and stuff. Apparently, he was on the new, local news too. Corey Graves said during commentary oh. during his match tonight. He said, "Yeah, he was actually an anchor on the local news as a sportsman." And I'll just say, Kurt Angle is a better wrestler than he was a sportscaster. Of the hey, what's up? I'm Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that happened in sports. Uh, yeah. And uh, Kurt says he's going to compete in his farewell match at Mania, and yeah, he thanks everyone. And then out comes Apollo Crews, and he thanks him, and they have a match. And yeah, it was a good match. I mean, Kurt Angle took control early, standing moonsault to Kurt Angle. Uh, Cruz uh, misses a frog splash. Angle slammed to Cruz, and Angle gets the win. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah, I I would have liked to seen um, Shelton Benjamin actually in that match rather. There's a because there's a little there you more because he you was know, a member of uh, Team Angle, the, the greatest uh, tag team. What was the team called? Yeah, Team greatest, Angle. Team Angle, and then. The, the greatest tag world's team. World's greatest tag team. World's team. greatest tag team. There we go. Um, so it would be cool to see that. Um, even, you know, Apollo Crews was a, a good idea because you think of, I could, I'm like, when I think about the two, I'm like, yeah, they're both very technical. You know, Apollo Crews is a great wrestler. He's from Northern California, from Sacramento. NCU. So it's great to see that. I'm trying to get that over. There we go. Uh, hashtag NCU. Uh, next up, we have Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin, or at least we think we do. All night, we have Baron Corbin booked as the main event. We have 30 minutes left in the show, and McIntyre just beats the crap out of Roman Reigns. Ooh. Gives him two Claymores. Once at the post. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was bad. It, I mean, it's just one of those things, like, WWE is doing this far too often where they are advertising something as the main event or advertising a match and then just changing it. That's false advertisement after a while, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's not like I was looking forward to Corbin and Reigns because, you know, it's Corbin. I hope they don't do that at WrestleMania. I really don't. I hope, I'd i rather see, I mean, like I said this, I'd rather see McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. I feel like they got in their head now, like when, okay, like earlier in the day we were talking about Brock Lesnar. And, um, you know, how those smaller guys who were all matches that were made last minute, mm -hmm. Brock all had a problem with them. But they were all, like, hugely over matches. Let's say AJ Styles versus Finn Balor a couple of years ago. You know, where it was like, yeah. it was, I was thinking it was because of somebody having, I think it was because of Reigns. Or, it was Bray Wyatt. Yeah. A lot of the people in the back got sick. What was it? it was, with, um, mumps? Was it Mumps? Mumps, yeah. Yeah. And they all had that, so they had to change the main event. So it was AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. That match was hugely over. Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, hugely over. Yeah. AJ Styles versus Brock, hugely over. Daniel versus Brock, hugely over. So I think they have it in their minds now. And those were great matches, and they were all fun, and you know they're all good wrestlers, but I think they have it in their minds now that we just like surprises. It doesn't matter how big it is. We just like to be surprised. But, I mean, not at this. If you keep just doing it, you're going to start, like, messing it up you know yeah, what i mean do it when it's i mean because it, when, it, when it really is like 
a surprise or like when someone gets sick or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that's when it's cool. That's do it, when yeah, it's do nice. it when it's necessary. But to do it all the time, like you're saying, it's it's pretty it's pretty whack. Yeah, pretty whack. Out comes Seth Rollins to help his buddy to the back, and uh, Reigns just says, "Oh, I just have a headache. I just." have a headache Rollins is pleading with him please go see a trainer please go see a trainer see a doctor but it's just like this is what I'm talking about they're doing this thing where it's like they're playing off of somebody having leukemia it doesn't matter if whether you think Reigns had leukemia or not whether it was a work or not doesn't matter what you think this right here is a work they're doing it on TV yeah if Roman really had headaches from all this and they were really that concerned they would have said stay right there we're going to get some trainers down here to see you immediately and and help him to the back yeah. not let this storyline play out where Rollins helps him to the back because he's a good friend you know just just so they can get them out of the way to not see Ambrose get his ass kicked later Yeah, it's just they're playing off of him having leukemia and I'm just not a fan of that yeah like yeah yeah like um, it's just ridiculous like, because- oh he I remember when uh, McIntyre was just wailing on reigns it was like he d- couldn't stand a chance he's defenseless like he's weak i'm gonna beat him up i'm uh, i just think of fat bass i'm bigger than you i'm higher in the food chain get in my belly um yeah so it's definitely fight for me roman fight for me roman i do love drew mcintyre though he's awesome he's great um and then uh so like i said rollins and ambrose uh bring reigns into the trainer's room he goes in there he gets evaluated and then uh triple h walks by and Ambrose there uh, trips, Daddy Trips, I want a match. I want a hard. He basically asked for a hardcore match. Uh, he says, "I want no DQ, uh, falls count anywhere um, match, which is a hardcore match. Just, just say it, Ambrose. Counter. Yeah. And then Triple H says, "You want that? Sounds pretty cool. You got it." <laughs> I was he's like, still, "He's still in his. He's uh, still in his, his dad t-shirt. concert like mode. He's probably like, I'm gonna go see like I'm Smashing gonna... Pumpkins after this. It's like whatever. I don't, I don't. I don't even care about the NWA. I'm gonna go see Poison. It's like whatever. Uh, next up, so we have our main event of the night, our actual main event: Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre. They brawl on the ramp. They brawl through the fans. They brawl on the second level. They brawl in the merch stands. A high, low, here, there, um, blue, green. I don't know. I was trying to do a Dr. Seuss thing, but it didn't work out. Uh, Dean then pushes. I love there was a scene where um, he puts Drew McIntyre, Dean Ambrose, puts Drew McIntyre on one of those rolling carts uh-huh. and then just pushes the cart. And the cart just kind of runs into something. And uh, someone's like, oh, my God. And Corey Graves had to like, he's like, yeah, I don't know how effective that was, but it definitely dis- discombobulated him. I was like, OK, like, I guess, whatever. And then we get a low blow to Dean Ambrose, and then Drew McIntyre fucking stabs Dean Ambrose with a pencil. With a pencil. What? Like, dude, he stabbed him? He stabbed him. I stabbed my friend with a pencil when I was a kid. But, you know, on TV, like, yeah, I stabbed somebody when I was a kid. It was my friend Gabe. I'm still friends with him to this day, so it's fine. He's my best friend. Oh, that's cool. But I stabbed him in the neck with a pencil because he wouldn't draw me a picture of ice cream. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what, what, what? I'll show you. Yeah. Like he, the other kid was showing him how to draw and the other kid was sick. The other kid drew me pictures of food. I liked that. I was a simple minded kid. I wanted ice cream. I wanted a picture of ice cream. If I can't have ice cream, I want a picture of ice cream, but no. If so not, I'm going to stab you in the neck. So I stabbed him. Uh, then Dean put, like I said, then low blow to Dean Ambrose. He gets stabbed um, in the face with a pencil, a uh, lawn dart to Ambrose into the led sign. Uh, Claymore to Ambrose while Ambrose is propped up in the stair railing 
That's kind of like the railing for the side stairs of the ramp. Yeah. And then he gets the pin on Ambrose after the match. Ambrose then tries to crawl towards McIntyre, and he gets another Claymore for his troubles. Fight for me, Dean. Fight for Come me, on, Dean. Come on, Dean. Your wife, Renee, is right there. Fight for me. I did kind of like Renee when she reacted. Oh to react to uh, Dean getting stabbed in the face. Well, he got stabbed pen. in the face. Like, that was like the most emotion I've ever heard from Renee Young. Yeah. I do like there was one time where when a couple, about a month or so ago, or it was a couple months ago, Ambrose was brawling, I think, with Rollins on the table and on the announcer's table. And Renee's phone was still in, on the table. Dean Ambrose, like, leaned over, picked up the phone, and, like, tossed it over to Michael Cole. And you could see him, like, it was clear as vid- on video. And Michael Cole, like, even, like, made a signal to Renee. Like, hey, I got your phone. Hmm. But Dean Ambrose was like, it, eh, I'm not buying another phone. She's not buying another phone. We need to save this money. You know, man. Because I'm about to be unemployed. We're, we're about to, like, re- no, he's not. Come on. This is all work. They're like, oh, as soon as they, uh, yeah, it's BS. It's BS, I say, BS. BS. But that was yeah, probably not. I- yeah, I know, I know. Who knows? Who knows? Me shrugging my shoulder. I we're don't just, know. We're just, spe- we're just speculating and regurgitating over here. Uh, but yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was, like I said, wasn't the worst Raw, you know? Wasn't the best. Wasn't the best. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Can't say, it's not the best. It was what it was. It was what it was. But guys, before we get out of here, we have a couple of birthday wishes we'd like to issue birthday, out. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Uh, we have two birthdays today. Actually, well, actually, one birthday and one person we're like we want to remember. So, born in 1981, turning 38 years old today, we have the one Hideo Itami, now known by his former name Kenta. 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 Also, today we would like to remember someone, someone that was uh, influential to the women's division in WWE. We are celebrating the life of Mae Young. She was born in 1923, passed away in 2014. She would have been 96 years young today. Wow, 96. That's crazy. Four years away. Still pretty old. No, what, 94? Yeah, she passed away. She passed, she passed away, away five years ago, so 92. Okay. Or 90, um, 91, I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Yeah, 2014. Never mind. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, we got to forget we grew up over time. I'm dumb. No, it's fine. We're, we're all dumb. It happens. All right, that about does it for us here on the City Wrestling Radio on the Raw Review. I guess we'll check you tomorrow with me and my whoever co-hosts with me tomorrow I don't know we'll figure it out by then um, but guys check us out tomorrow soundcloud.com slash shitty wrestling radio like share subscribe comment and uh, yeah we'll see you tomorrow uh, for city wrestling radio for KCSF I'm Corey Smith I'm Elijah and like I said we'll see you tomorrow have a great Monday night bye bye <laughs>